Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, Cricket customers. Max with ads is included with your Cricket $60 unlimited plan at no additional cost. Nice. Max is the streaming platform where you can watch Scoob, Meg 2 The Trench, The Nightmare on Elm Street Collection, and so much more. Remember me. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. We've never seen this before. Max, the one to watch for a good scream with Cricket. Yeah. Phone plan streams and standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details. At Kroger, we want our fresh produce to meet your expectations. To make sure a bad apple won't spoil the whole bunch, we do up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies. We check for things like sunburns and scarring, making sure you only get the crunchiest apples. In fact, only the best produce like juicy pears, zesty oranges, and crisp carrots reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh, our higher standards mean fresher produce. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome, everybody, to My Doula Micah. I am so glad you joined me today. I love it when I have guests in the studio with me that I get to interview, especially when it is not just a colleague, but it is also a good friend. Tanya Carpenter is here with me today. Say hey. Hey, hey. I'm so excited, y'all. We're going to have so much fun. Um, Tanya and I have known each other, Callie, for a long time. Very long time. I mean, our kids were in high school. We had mm-hmm. babies. She's got five. Our kids are the same age. We went yeah. to the same church, and now we're colleagues. We have so, so, so many things yes. that are similar, and I love having conversations with Tanya. We periodically not enough get together for lunch or coffee and just talk shop share life and so Tanya why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself share with them about your family and then we'll just dive right into work all righty well I am the wife of the most wonderful man on God's green earth Vincent, Vincent Carpenter. <laughs> yes, we've been married for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited about that. And we have five grown children and two beautiful grandbabies. Don't Oof. you love it? Grandma, yes. do you love it? I love it. And I am not grandma. I am granny. Granny. Okay, <laughs> granny. I'm yes. Amma. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was with my grandbaby uh, this past weekend. I spent the night at his house and he has a fluffy rabbit that he sleeps with okay and um he didn't have any other fluffy toys but he wanted me to have something to sleep with so he oh. gave me his crocodile dinosaur thing oh cute to sleep with oh my gosh <laughs> so sweet i'm like thank you baby mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh i'm so happy for you it's the best it is the best it is the best so great you don't have to train them you don't have no, to do none of that you, don't, you just you get don't. to love them yes. and leave that is exactly it it's wonderful and he said granny are you coming back i'm like oh no baby he's like why aren't you coming back i'm like well because 
I have a meeting to go to, and then I have to go back to my house. <laughs> yeah, they don't totally get the concept. No, Why are don't. we not all together? <laughs> so, Sweet babies. I just love it. I love what I do, and I love who I am. Good. You know, it's a great life. Good. Oh, that's so important to be able to say that I love my life. I do. I don't want anybody else's. God has got me in a great place, and Good. and I'm enjoying um what he where he has me right now and so I stayed home yep. uh, with my children and homeschooled them for 17 years mm-hmm. and then when the two youngest got to an age where we decided that we were going to go ahead and put them in public school mm-hmm. which was in 2013 okay I went back to school wow. and studied to become a lactation consultant and a doula and Yep. And now here I am doing here the you thing. Are. I remember when you first got started, you're like, I want to pick your brain. Let's have lunch. Yeah. And you have, <laughs> man, girl, you've done it. You have done what you wanted to do. Yeah. So exciting. So tell everybody what you do. So I am a lactation consultant. I'm an international board certified lactation consultant. And I specialize in oral dysfunction of the breastfeeding infant. Mm. And I am also a... Uh, a certified postpartum doula Mm -hmm. and I'm trained also in birth doula work, but that's not my forte. So (laughs) (laughs) which we've had conversations about that a couple of times. Tanya was like, why do you want to go to anybody's birth? I do not want to go to birth. And I said, why do you want to be a postpartum doula? It's too much like what my life was when I was in my young twenties. So why don't you tell everybody in your words, what a postpartum doula is. So a postpartum doula is simply um, someone who provides physical and emotional and educational support to families after they give birth in the first three months after childbirth. I like to to describe it to people. It's like you have the wedding Mm -hmm. and then you have the marriage. Mm. You know, a lot of times we really pay attention to the marriage, you know, doing all the things to get that marriage. Just, Mm -hmm. I mean, the wedding, just Mm -hmm. the way we want it, you know, but then it's like, oh, now we got to be married. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So the postpartum doula, she kind of helps with after the birth because everybody is planning for that baby's first day. You know, I'm got my birth plan and everything. And then I got to bring this baby home with me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Shock. (laughs) Of your life. Y'all think I can take care of this baby. I'm taking this baby home. No way. No way can I do this. And I, I, to my clients, we stress, hey, you've prepared for birth. We're doing our childbirth education. What is your postpartum plan? Yeah. And a lot of women are like, oh, Uh, I don't know. We're just going to, we're just so excited to have the baby and we got this. We, you know, we just don't feel like we want a lot of visitors or help or whatever. And I'm like, I repeat, what is your postpartum (laughs) plan? Yeah. And then they call you. And then they call you. We don't got this. What do we do? You're like, um. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. So we, we help families to prepare for that postpartum period. Good. And then also how to be in it and how to transition Mm. to their new roles. Because anytime a newborn comes into the family, whether it's the first baby or the 10th baby, everybody's role changes. So true. You know, and so we help each family member and even the dog or the cat, you know, transition to their new roles. And we provide non-judgmental support to mom and dad in that period so it's it's I like to tell the doulas that um work with me it's not about you yeah what you think is good for this family yes it's so really about them mm-hmm. what do they want to do and how can you help them to accomplish that and with this newborn yeah. and with their their new family dynamics so good I 
there's so many different ways, y'all, to have a baby. There's so many different ways to parent. And every family develops their own flavor, if you right. will. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And and again, we tell our clients the same thing. Hey, you're going to get lots of unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. And it's good to seek out counsel from people that you've been watching or have read about that you like what they're doing. You see good fruit and you want their input and their feedback. And then honestly, that should be about it. One or two count at the very beginning, because mm-hmm. you're going to just get so overwhelmed and hearing how people do it in so many different ways. And as a postpartum doula, I can't even imagine how many different things young families are hearing in terms of how to do oh, this. Yeah. How do you guys help them establish fairly early on what they want to look like, how they want to do this? How do y'all, how do y'all help them accomplish that? Well, first we just help them with just recovering from childbirth mm-hmm. and just coming out of the clouds, mm. you know, or out of the fog Yeah, with that, Yeah, you know, and then once, you know, they feel like they have their feet on the ground mm. to some kind of degree, then we talk about, okay, what's your philosophy? It's good. You know, what, what do you want mm. to do? You know, how do you see yourself as a parent? What are some things that you want to see established in your family? And then we just talk about that and then give them resources of how they can um, do that. There, but there's a great book I, that I recommend almost to everybody, <laughs> especially with first-time parents. It's called When Baby Makes Three. Mm. By, Love that uh, title. By, I think it's John Gottman, I think is who wrote it. As, as lovely as babies are mm-hmm. <laughs> and as excited as we are about them, honestly, when it's a first time baby, you know, and you got mom and dad, they babies can really, you know, throw a cog in the wheel. Oh, they shake it up for don't that they? relationship, yeah, you know, absolutely. and it's just like, man, this is not what we thought it was going to be. Yeah. It's like, this is way hard. Yeah. You know, and, and not just caring for this baby, but what is doing between the two of us, Yep. you know, and so, um, we just talk to parents about, Hey, you need to, you, you really need to prepare for your relationship. How so is this good. baby going to affect your relationship? Mm-hmm. And once you get that solidified and worked through, okay, yeah. now let's talk about parenting and yeah. other, um, things because, you know, having a baby and bringing that baby home, it, it yeah. really can be hard can be very very yes. hard and having a person that's that's there to listen to you and yeah. not try to force their agenda on you mm-hmm. is really beneficial so important so important what what do you, what got you interested in becoming a postpartum doula and becoming a lactation consultant what what brought you to this line of work well honestly um having my own struggles mm-hmm. um so really my goal <laughs> and my passion is lactation consultant. Okay. And, um, but I had so many problems with my fourth baby. I have five children. Okay. And uh, the first three I breastfed, great, no problems for a year or more, no postpartum depression. Everything was great. It's yeah. just like, I mean, I had, you know, my mom helping me and, you know, just life was great. You know, this is really, really great. The fourth one came along and it was not really, really, really great. Yeah. It was very, very hard. And just all the things that could happen happened. Can you share a few of those things so that some of our listeners that are maybe dealing with some of the things you dealt with can feel maybe like, okay, here's a postpartum and a lactation consultant who experienced the same things I'm experiencing and not feel quite so alone. Do you mind sharing a couple of those things? No, I don't mind at all. Well, for one, the labor was, was, 10 times 
as long wow. as the first three wow. babies. Um, the pregnancy was much, much harder mm. than the, the first three. And um, giving birth was way hard. Wow. The first three is like, I was made to have babies. Yeah. But this fourth one, I hemorrhaged mm. really, really badly after she was born. Um, breastfeeding did not get off to a great mm. start. She was having all kinds of problems. And I kept saying, something is wrong. Something's mm. not right. Something's not right. And those that I was telling those things to, they were like, oh, it's normal. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But Got it. it really was bad. And she ended up back in the hospital. She had lost... I mean, she was born six pounds, 10 ounces. By the time she got back in the hospital two weeks later, she was four pounds, 12 oh, ounces. Yeah. You know, mm. she had a lot of things going on with her. Yeah. You know, and then I had a lot of milk issues. It just mm. nothing was going the way that it should. And um, then I dislocated my wrist in labor. You know, wow. pushing so hard and holding on to the stirrups, I oh popped uh, one goodness. of my wrist out. It just was awful. Yeah, it sounds like it. You know, and um, and then just the recovery. Mm. I, I just didn't recover well, even though I, I had, you know, my husband was there and my three older children It and my mom came. Um, it just I, I, I crashed. Yeah. You know, and um, I, I wasn't sad. I wasn't happy. I was nothing. Um, wow. You know, and so I didn't think that I was having any kind of depression mm. or anything because I wasn't sad. Mm. You know, I I just was I just was flatlined really. Yeah. I had no emotions and no appetite, no nothing. I lost forty two pounds in two weeks. Oh my! You know, it goodness. just was not a good um, yeah. situation. Your, your baby's not eating, breastfeeding you. Three babies before everything mm -hmm. was great. Now all of a sudden, this baby, you yeah. you all of a sudden can't do it. Mm. <laughs> you know, so and defeating. So it just you know just all of the, those things just got to me, and yeah. and my body would not produce milk. Wow, it's like wait a minute, I was able to do this before. Now why can I not produce mm. milk? You know, and so I had to end up you know putting the baby on formula and all those mm. things, and that you know, just kind of just rocked my world. That you know, messes with you, yeah. You know, it's like I'm 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 a bad mom because I can't perform. Yeah. You know, and it just it just wasn't good. No. You know, but there was a lactation consultant though who came alongside me and she said, It's okay sometimes mm. if you just have to do something different. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're a bad mom. So true. It's okay to stop. Mm -hmm. And that released me yeah. in a way to well, okay maybe I'm not a bad not so bad of a mom right that right. I have to give my baby this stuff yeah. you know and and so but now my mindset is like if you need it use it for sure you know what I'm saying it for doesn't sure. make you a bad mom nope. if that's the course that has you have to go yep you know and um but that little bit of encouragement that she gave me I put it I, I just tucked it in mm -hmm. I'm like one I want to do what you were doing wow but the time wasn't yet for me. Sure, sure, you know? sure. So, but 13 years later, wow. you know, when the time was right, um, I uh, began to study for lactation consulting. But you had to, that's not free. <laughs> <laughs> and it costs quite a bit. Yeah. It's very, very expensive, you know. Mm. And my husband is like, babe, I really, really want you to do this. But 
we really don't have the money mm-hmm. for you to do this, mm. you know, and, and they don't make, they don't provide scholarships, wow. you know, yeah. um, for it. And, um, you know, so I had to go back to school mm. and I mean, once you get your bachelor's degree, cause I got my degree in finance, you know, from Baylor. Yeah. <laughs> Way back in the day. Yeah. But when you go back to school and you're not getting a master's degree, mm. you know, they're not giving you scholarships just to take yeah. classes. Yep. You yep. know, and so we had to pay for that ourselves. And our, our, our um, we were committed to doing things debt free. So mm. I'm like, well, how am I going to pay for me to go to school? And so a friend of mine said, well, why don't you start a business helping moms? I'm like, helping moms do what? She's like, like you always do. You are always at yeah. somebody's house helping them after they have babies. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's just what you do. Nobody <laughs> pays for that. She's like, I would pay for it. If you weren't my friend mm. and you were doing this, I would pay for it. I'm like, really? Yeah. Well, well, gosh, well, what would we call it? So we're trying to come up with this name for a business to help moms after yep. they have babies. Yep. And then somebody said, well, you need to go talk with so-and-so. And so I go talk to that person. And they said, well, you really need to go talk to Emily Cunningham. Mm-hmm. And so I Emily go to Emily Cunningham <laughs> was just on my podcast <laughs> last week. So if you have not heard that episode, you can push pause and go listen to Emily Cunningham. Cause you're going to get a lot more out of what Tanya's about to say. Go ahead. <laughs> Cause Emily, she, t- to me, she was an inspiration to me. Absolutely. You know, but so I go to talk to her and, and tell her about all my great ideas. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know Emily, but, you know, I'm telling her all my story and these great ideas that I have. And, and so what do you think mm-hmm. about this idea? And she's like, oh, you want to be a doula? I'm like, oh, uh, what? Yep. <laughs> and then she's like, well, this is what it is. And now go to these websites and figure out which company you want to certify mm-hmm. with and get trained by and certify with. I'm like, Oh, okay. And so that just opened up a whole new world for me. So I became yep. a certified postpartum doula. Micah helped me get my very <laughs> first client. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> I was so excited, you know. Um, but yeah, and so the money that I earned from being a doula, I used to pay for my lactation Perfect. consulting wow, classes. Girl. Way to go. And um, so that's how it all got started. Way to go. Means to an end. Absolutely. <laughs> now you're doing what you're passionate about. Yes. And so I'm passionate about helping moms and babies uh, feed, um, breastfeed, and um, and then also helping families to recover and transition um, after they give birth. So I started a, um, you know, I ha- so I have my own uh postpartum company yes and, and you have other doulas postpartum I doulas do. a mm-hmm. part of your team isn't it great yes, yes. you'll mm-hmm. never go back again will you no team is the way to go that is the way to go 100 percent. yep and then so then i i helped a uh pregnancy resource center um start a doula program mm-hmm. and then in 2019 um i started community doulas of waco yes. which is a non-profit organization that yes. provides both birth and postpartum doula services to low-income families. And then we also provide basic breastfeeding support to those families as well. So important. Mm-hmm. So important. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. For <laughs> getting that started. Our uh, local community is so, so blessed to have that available and to have that resource. How I mean, 2019, and then, of course, wah, wah, COVID happens yeah. after that. So how did that affect you, and where do you feel like you guys are out now? COVID did not affect us that greatly. Wow, um, great. Because moms are still having babies and moms are still needing help. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of um, dual organizations kind of switched 
to a virtual model. Okay. Um, yeah. Or either they just didn't take clients at all. Right. Um, and lactation um, companies did the same thing, mm. switched to a virtual model. And I didn't feel like that was the best thing to do uh, for me mm-hmm. or for our community. Mm-hmm. So we continued to um, do home visits good, good. Um, for moms and families because especially during COVID, a lot of people were just by themselves. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Completely yes. by that themselves. Depression and loneliness, yes. all that skyrocketing. Now yeah. this young mama definitely feels alone. Right. You yeah. know, and so we, we just felt like it was, it was ethically right for me, in my opinion, Good. to continue to serve. We had this one mom. I just, I, I, I could not leave her. Mm. So she had her baby. A week later, she came down with COVID. So she was a single mom Aww. with a 10-year-old and a 5-year-old and a newborn baby. Wow. And um, she has COVID and she has no family mm. in town. Mm-mm. At Kroger, we want our fresh produce to meet your expectations. To make sure a bad apple won't spoil the whole bunch, we do up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies. We check for things like sunburns and scarring, making sure you only get the crunchiest apples. In fact, only the best produce like juicy pears, zesty oranges, and crisp carrots reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh, our higher standards mean fresher produce. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And I just, I could not yeah. leave her. I, yeah. I just, something deep down inside of me felt like it would be wrong mm. to not serve her. Yeah. Even with, you know, and nobody knew what COVID was, you know, yeah. how bad it was or, or whatever. And so another doula and I, we, we put on our mask, we put on our gloves yeah. and we went and we served her. I love it. And got her through till mm. she got well enough to, um, to serve her, take care of herself yeah. and, and her children. So it, it took her several weeks. I bet. You know, and um, if I had it to do all over again, I'd do exactly the same thing. Good. You know, um, yeah, so COVID didn't, I mean, we probably didn't see as many clients as we might would have. Right. But we continued to serve um, families. And, uh, but now we, we've, we've grown exponentially Good <laughs> since then. And, and we have a good, strong doula core. We did lose quite a few doulas okay. during COVID because yeah. most of our doulas, you know, they have young children. Yeah. You know, so they would serve during the day. Yep. While the kids were at school, yep, you know, so well, yep. well, kids yeah. are at home and yeah. I can't serve, you know, so yeah. there was a small core group of us doulas who didn't have small children Good. who continued to, um, to serve families. But, but now we've, we've grown back out Good. And, and things are going, going well. We can always use more. <laughs> who can't use hint, more? Hint, hint. We can use Local more doulas. Waco people. <laughs> there you go. We can use more doulas. We can use more clients. And of course, we can use more money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we don't charge um, the families because uh, we serve low-income families. And um, so we do that by donation. Yeah, so how can local yeah. listeners help with that, Tanya? Uh, write a check. <laughs> To, to Community Doulas of Waco. You can either go online okay. to our website and give that way, or you Great. can, you know, mail a check, you know, to 4300 West Waco Drive. Okay. Um, suite B28. Okay. B2228 um, here in Waco. Um, uh, yeah, that's how Great. people can, can give and, and, uh, to that. And 
am I correct? I think Emily mentioned something about um, Medicaid providing services for moms. Where is that at concerning what you're doing? So right now we are participating in a pilot program okay. with a managed care provider um, who are um, Medicaid itself. The big huge system is not paying for okay. um, doula services, but this particular Medicaid company Got is, it. is Got right it. here. They are providing doula services for their insureds. Nice. Um, and so we are talking with some other companies to see, hey, do y'all want to jump on this bandwagon? Right. Even though the state of Texas has not passed the law saying that Medicaid right. will cover it. Um, but do you other companies want to do the right thing Yeah, and um, provide services for your insureds as well? It's a slow moving um, ball. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I think the more and more we see um, that moms are suffering and really is not just minority families mm. um, that are suffering. Other families are too. We just, uh, um, a, a sweet, sweet friend of ours, uh, their daughter passed away at mm. two months postpartum. Oh no, I'm sorry. You know, and she didn't have the one-on-one support that a postpartum doula uh, bring she didn't have the extra eyes yeah on her that a postpartum doula provides and um yeah so that's it's it's, it's heartbreaking so hard you know um and so yeah get i think we need to in texas we need to figure this out yeah because uh, it's not just the um middle to upper income women yeah who uh Need support. Need support. That's exactly right. Low income families do absolutely as well. One hundred percent. And and that's why community duels of Waco exists. Yeah, is to make space for the low income families. So one of my questions, um, and I always let my listeners know a couple of things to be prepared to answer. And one of the questions that I uh, gave to Tanya was, "What is something you would like to see change or be updated or get better?" I'm assuming. What you're talking about right now is one of those things, but can you even get a little bit more detailed and specific of here's what I think would be helpful, even if you're talking locally or in the state of Texas, that I'd like to see change and updated. Here's what we can do. I mean, you said, yes, we can donate. What else? Mm, what else? Um, understand the issue. Mm. You know, I just went to a conference this this past weekend and they were talking about the social the social determinants of health. Okay. What causes a person to um, have the health issues that they have? And it's not always just, well, you didn't take good care of yourself. <laughs> right. You're struggling because you didn't go to your doctor's appointment. Mm. Well, why didn't you go to your doctor's appointment? Well, mm-hmm. I didn't have transportation. Wow. Yeah. Well, what happened that you didn't have transportation? Well, I, I have a car, but mm-hmm. the tires, the air went out in the tires, and I didn't have a way to get to the tire shop to get my tires fixed. There right. are all these, sure. these different reasons of why somebody has a situation that's yeah. going on. And so we tend to... to judge or just mm-hmm. look at the what, what's face what's at the front it's like yeah. oh and we make a determination yeah well you didn't do this or you're this or whatever but yeah. we don't always look at the backstory. yeah you know so I had a situation like that when I um was in labor with one of my kids um they tagged me as as uh um non-compliant interesting but 
the backstory to that was you were asking me to do something. I was in precipitous labor. This was wow. my third child. So precipitous labor is those you're it's going really, 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 yes. really fast. Yes. You know, and they're like, uh, Miss Carpenter, we need for you to take your clothes off in the middle of contractions going boom, 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 boom. And so I'm not moving. Oh I'm just gosh. standing still trying to work through these contractions. And they're like, Miss Carpenter, we need you to cooperate. I'm like, I will cooperate. Just give me a minute. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you don't have to take. By the way, you don't have to take your clothes off to have a baby. <laughs> you know? Wow. And so I'm like, I'm not combating. I'm just trying to get through Mm-mm. these contractions that are wow. coming so fast that I don't even have time mm. to get my wrap my head around. Yeah. You know, and so then, you know, I finally get on the bed and they get my pants off. But somebody had left the music on in the hospital bed speakers. And so it's blaring in my ears. Wow. And I'm like, turn it off. Turn it off. And they're like, stop yelling at us. I'm like, I'm not yelling. Just turn off the music. Wow. Because this baby is coming, but I cannot focus. Right. Wow. (laughs) That is so so chaotic. You know what I'm so I'm like so what was determining my behavior? Yeah, it's not that I'm this this wicked awful person. No, is there was outside things? Yeah, that was having a direct effect on my ability to respond to the situation right here. Yeah, and so what I would like to see change is, let's look beyond what we see. Yes, that's so good. Yes, and what what's the root cause of things going on mm. in people's lives? And let's be willing to get our hands dirty, to help lift somebody up out of that situation so they can make better decisions yeah. later or or whatever. Right. right. And when you're a doula, whether it's a birth doula, postpartum doula, lactation consultant, we're all trained to see those things. Mm-hmm. Like if I had been in the room with you, I would have known exactly what was going on and now I can communicate on your behalf, right? right. And so I think something that can be helpful kind of piggybacking off what you said, you know, let's, let's say there's some listeners here that don't have access to a birth doula, postpartum doula, lactation consultant. And, but you want to be more in the know, you want to know what you don't know, then there are resources, right. Mm -hmm. That can help you. I mean, I, I have some personal resources like this podcast and my book to help people get more familiar with what is going on in the birthing room. Here are some things that you're probably going to face. Here are some good questions to ask. Here's why the OB said what they said. This is what a natural childbirth actually looks like. This is what you want to make sure your caregiver understands, you know, all of those things. And I'm sure you have those too, those resources of, Hey, as you're in your postpartum care, here are the important things that you want to check the box mm-hmm. while you're still pregnant before you have this baby. Here are some things to check the box. Lactation consultant. I've had several people tell me recently that you should go see a lactation consultant while you're pregnant. Yes. Talk more about that. <laughs> Talk more about that. Yes, you should. Um, so that you can begin to develop a relationship mm with the person that's going to be providing care for you so that you know who to call yeah. soon as you begin to experience um, any kind of trouble. Mm. Um, you can get a plan already in motion and you can understand, okay, why is it that they say you should be doing this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and um, knowledge is power. So true. And the more you know going into a situation, the better it is you can respond to the things that present itself to you in the situation, yeah. you know? And so, um, 
like I, I have someone I'm going to be meeting with um, soon. Her baby's not due for, you know, a couple of months. But we already know she's got some issues got going it. on. So she's going to meet with me before the baby yeah. comes so that we can develop a plan. For sure. Already. So important. For her so that when the babies come, because you don't know what's going to happen Mm-mm. when the baby comes. Nope. We might not even need the plan. Exactly. But at least we have the plan. So good. And she already has my number on speed dial. She right. already knows to wh- who to go to when she when she needs help. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then your provider already has some history yeah. about you. You're not starting at zero. So important. You know, I, prov- I, I do a one-on-one um, prenatal breastfeeding class mm. with those of my patients that want to do so. Yeah. And we find that it's not so scary for them mm-hmm. when they have that baby. Yeah. They already kind of know mm-hmm. <laughs> what to do, what to be looking for. Yeah. Things like that. So, so it, it is it is so beneficial to um, develop a relationship with your provider, yeah. whether it's your old like your OB. <laughs> you getting to know them exactly before you have the baby. Exactly. You know, you're going to meet the pediatrician. Right. All the people who are gonna have anything mm-hmm. to do with you and your baby. That's right. You should know them. Oh, you already know your doula. There you right. go. You've got that relationship. So yeah, that makes so much sense mm-hmm. to develop that relationship. You know, one of the things I find with clients or even people that are not clients, just friends, you know, everybody knows what I do. And so I get lots of questions. And one thing is like with lactation and a mom is, you know, encountering an issue. And and there are some basic things that most women might encounter that are pretty simple, easy fixes that we know about. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's not a great latch or their body is not lined up or, you know, really simple, straightforward things that we can help with. But what I find is that when there's a real issue, there are many different tracks that someone can take to solve their lactation issue. And you really want to pick one voice to listen to because what I find is that your method might be different than someone else's method. Mm -hmm. Maybe both methods are good, but when you try to mix the different methods, not so good. You're exactly right. (laughs) You are exactly right because it'll send confusing messages. Right. Who do I listen to? Find the person you trust. Right. And go work with them. Yep. You know, and trust that they will send you to re- different referrals. And when you get beyond what their ability to care for you mm-hmm. is, and, and but you work together as a team. Yes. Though, but when you have too many chefs stirring that one pot and everybody throwing mm-hmm. their piece in, you don't have a good tasting soup. So true. It's so it's true. It's going to be awful, you know, because some one chef's saltiness. <laughs> Might be a whole lot different from somebody else's. <laughs> That's right. You know, That's and right. so you do want to, um, you know, stick with a provider. But if if for some reason that particular provider, that lactation consultant, that whoever is not working for you, yeah, then let them know and then go totally to somebody else. But yes. don't be going back and forth no. because you will not get good care that way. You won't. You won't. Because like, yes, because every, you you especially with lactation girl, I feel like once you start a process or a plan, you need to trust that process Mm -hmm. because maybe you won't see the results in that moment of that visit. But if you do the steps that Mm -hmm. your lactation consultant is telling you to do, then you start seeing those results. But if you don't follow through with what that process is and that plan that they said, then you're taking a few steps back 
or it delays what that lactation consultant is trying to help provide. I, maybe I'm just talking in circles. No, but no, no. You're you're exactly right. And then when you when you stop doing what they told you to do and you go off with somebody else, right. then you get a bad picture in your mind. Oh, lactation consultants don't work. Yep. They don't help. It's like, well, did you fully do right <laughs> your exactly. part? You know, were you your were you um implementing the plan that she had in place for you? Yeah. And were you con- communicating with her to help adjust that plan? as yeah. it goes along, yeah, you know, or did you just jump ship in the middle? Mm. And, you know, it's like taking a cake out the oven before it's fully done. Yep. You're going to get what you get. Exactly. <laughs> so true. So true. And, and even in the creating the cake in the process, mm-hmm. there's steps, there's an order, there's ingredients. Right. So anyway, I, I've have found that to be really, really true with lactation care and with breastfeeding mm-hmm. um, that you, you really want to make sure that you've, kind of decided and and I'm going to recommend and so is Tanya while you're pregnant that you have done your due diligence mm-hmm. maybe interviewed a few if you want to find who the best match is for you or yeah I really like what they had to say about this or that but go ahead and figure that out while you're right. pregnant mm-hmm. so that by the time that baby's born you know what to be looking for because they've already taught you what to be looking for. You got Tanya's number on your phone and you're now headed in a very positive direction Mm -hmm. and hopefully won't be experiencing some of the negative things that you can easily avoid. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. But people also do have to know if you use like, Oh, we thought it was going to be a great relationship starting off. And then it's like, Oh, I'm really finding out. I don't really work that great with you. Mm -hmm. That is okay. Totally. Just say so. Totally so, you know, okay. I, 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 I want to switch providers. I think I'm going to, mm-hmm. it's going to be better for me over here. That is, do that. Yeah. And that way the lactation consultant you're with can send her notes to the other person. They can mm. already know what's already That's been so happening good. and then move forward, getting you the best care that you So need. important. You know, find the one that works for you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and uh, if you need to change, then just tell them. Right. Just like your own doctor. If you yes. decide you don't like that pediatrician or you yep. don't like, right. you know, whoever. Right. You're going to tell them I'm right. switching to somebody else. Please send my records to so and so. Right. And there's you know, no reason not to do they're it. Exactly right. And, and, and it's OK. You're yep. not hurting anybody's yeah. feelings. Yeah. You're getting yourself the best care that you mm-hmm. and your family needs because we all want you to get the best care Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that you need yes emily said it um on the last podcast episode she said it this way i don't want to see women feeling like they need to apologize for what they want or what they don't want or switching care or this isn't meeting my needs or well i really want this but i guess it's okay if i don't get it i mean don't it, apologize. Exactly. You know, you don't have to be ugly. Right. But do what you need to do. Exactly. For yourself and yeah. for your family and for your care. Yeah. Because when it all comes down to it, you are the expert on you. Yeah. You are the expert on your baby. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows you or your baby better than you do. Yeah. So go get the care that you need. Yeah. For yourself and for your baby and don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, Tanya and I are going to highly recommend you look into hiring a doula. Just at least do the interview process, you guys. Yes. Even if you end up not doing it, at least do the interview process. And 
you're going to find that just having a conversation alone mm-hmm. is going to help you feel better for right. one, even if you don't end up hiring a doula. Um, but having that support in this process and really listening to somebody who has done this before and knows kind of how to help guide you is so important. And one of my favorite things about hiring a birth doula or postpartum doula is, and, and you can speak to this as well. What I find is we have very few clients with postpartum depression, like clinical postpartum depression. Yes, you're exactly right. You, we, we, we track that mm-hmm, data mm-hmm. Um, with all of our clients. Yeah. And last year, I believe the numbers um, were, it was 97%, I think it was, might be a little bit higher, but I know it's not too much. It was not anything lower than that. But about 97% of every client that we had had were not at risk Wow. Um, for postpartum depression. Mm. And those that were at risk were depressed before they even came, right. before they even had their babies. Right. They were already yep. on, you know, Meds, medication yeah. and dealing with, um, you know, depression issues. Right. You know, and so, but we were able to, th- doing the assessments with them and, and, and walking this road with them, were able to say, hey, you're, mm-hmm. you know, get in a danger zone. Let's make mm. sure you we get you scheduled with your counselor yeah. to um, kind of talk through some things or maybe you need to talk with your doctor. So good. You know, but yes, we have very, very low at risk rates for postpartum depression. So, you important. know, and you know, you, you talked about hiring a doula in my mind. It's not necessarily about hiring a doula. It's really about building your support network. So true. Whether it's Absolutely. a doula or whether it's yes. whoever it is. A loved one. You know, yeah. just build your support. Good. Who yeah. are the people who are going to be surrounding you, yeah. supporting you, speaking into your ear encouragement yeah. to help you do the things that you want to do? Because a doula can't fill all of no. the roles. Oh, my gosh, no. You know, we just really just fill in some of the gaps. Yep. But then you also have some other things. Yep. So just build your support mm-hmm. team. A doula may be a part of that. Yeah. You know, a a doula may be a big part of that. Right. Or she may not be. Right. But just build your team. Take some time to think about Mm -hmm. and to build your birth support team and your postpartum support team. And so we join our families post our postpartum families. We join them prenatally. Mm. It's good. (laughs) So good. You know, and so support right there. Yeah. You know, so with uh, community duels of Waco and then also uh, with uh, postpartum doula services of Waco, we are booking you, 30 to 34 weeks gestation mm-hmm. that gives us time to get your postpartum plan mm-hmm. established to help you do any last minute organization. Right. If you need it, preparations for that baby, everybody is getting to know everybody. Yeah. The doula knows where everything is in your house yeah. so that when yeah. you have that baby, and the doula comes over. Introductions do not have to be made. So we don't have to be trying to show me everything. Yep. I Everybody already knows everybody. We already know the lay of the land. And we right. hit the ground running. Even the pets. We have already been introduced to the pets. They wow. know our scent. Yeah. You know, yeah. everybody is comfortable yeah. with everybody so, so that we can. Seamless transition. Gr- yes. So yes. important. It's and so, so that's why we start bef- well before yeah. the baby is born. Now, we. Every once in a while, you know, at Community Duels of Waco, we will, you know, take a family, you know, after they've had the baby in the first month. Mm -hmm. 
it's just a rocky transition. Yeah, though. that's tougher. <laughs> I definitely mean, we'll do tougher. It, you know, but on on very very rare occasions, and even you know, uh, you know, the, my private company on very rare occasions. But we find we have the best results in the best relationship when we have built rapport well before that baby mm. has been born. And then moms know, too, okay, you already got your support solidified. You know whose job is whose mm-hmm. <laughs> and who's going to be doing what yeah. so that you can come home with your baby, take a deep breath, mm-hmm. and know that life is still happening around you. The things that you were responsible for, somebody else has already got it. You yep. don't have to come up with a plan. You can come home and you can relax. Yeah. And you can heal right. physically and emotionally so from birth. So important. And then you can get to know your baby. Mm-hmm. We have a three-day rule. Three days after you get home, not while you're in the hospital. This is after you get home. It's very hard to recover in a hospital, you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are in and out of that room constantly. I know they have their job, but it's really hard to get sleep, really hard to recover. So once you get home for three days, we really want our clients to rest, mm-hmm. to lay low. We don't, it's good to get up. It's good to walk a little bit. You know, we don't want, you know, you to be totally uh, dormant or anything like that, but it's not time to get up and go make yourself a sandwich. Mm-mm. It's not time to lean over and give the baby a bath. And I'm talking three days. Yeah. After you get home, y'all. <laughs> if you'll be strict for those three days, what we have found, because we've, like you said, tracked this back with our clients, their recovery is way quicker. Yeah. But for every day they don't do it, they add a whole week Speak to the their truth, recovery. Micah. Speak the truth. And so it's so important that you're really, really giving yourself to this resting pro- don't don't think of it as this oh my gosh i have to be no enjoy it, it y'all there's yes. going to be very few times in your life especially with kids that there is a three-day nope not doing yeah. anything it's only three days breastfeed get in the shower i mean i tell them seven days in the bed seven days by the bed seven days around the bed that's so good you know, the i mean more I you that. give yourself Time at the beginning, mm. the faster you recover. It's so true. The less time you give yourself at the beginning, the longer it takes for you to recover. Yes, that's physically, mentally, and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yes. So important, it y'all. Is. There's been so many great tips on this episode. I hope you guys were taking notes. If you weren't, go back and listen to it again. Tanya, what's next on the horizon for you? Anything up and coming that we need to know about or status quo right now everything and we just tracking where we are right now okay. there's there's i got too many irons in the fire to be start something <laughs> new <laughs> well maybe it's something that you're already doing and this is kind of the next step or well, no just the next step is just really getting um community duels of waco really um just deepening the roots yeah you know in this community for community duels of waco you yeah. know so i mentioned that you know we serve you know families but we also um, for those of our clients that want to become doulas, mm-hmm. we help provide access for them Good. into the doula profession. So I'm doing more recruiting, you know, finding Got it. Um, more of those clients that uh, want to enter into this this work. I mean, Good. doula work is hard work. Very hard. You know, it's maybe not hard physically unless you're a birth doula. Birth doulas, <laughs> it's very hard physically. I'm just going to oh stop gosh. you right there, Tanya. <laughs> That's what I said. Say. Unless it's a birth doula, it's like, ooh, oh my God. Jesus. So hard. 
<laughs> two days. It takes me two days to recover oh, from a birth sometimes. <laughs> That's why I see. We all go stand in our lane. You know, I have attended a few births, and I'm like, this is not what God has called me to. <laughs> you know, yes, Dan, but, you're like, absolutely. But anyway, so, yeah, so we're we're just building our, our team, you know, of uh, birth doulas and yeah. postpartum doulas, Good. you know, and so. And I'm just continuing my education. I'm right now. I'm taking a class. I'm like, oh Lord! Wow. <laughs> On uh, supporting sucking skills in the breastfeeding infant. You know, it's wow. an advanced level class. And so I'm just continuing cool. my education um, and, and increasing my my skill set as a yeah. lactation consultant. Because well, you know, there's a difference between a skilled lactation consultant and and a lactation counselor or just, you yep. know, somebody, yep. you know, there's, there's a difference, yep. you know, just like there's a difference in, you know, your pediatricians and there's a exactly. difference in your family doctors and your heart surgeons and exactly. all, all of that. There's a difference in their skill set, And yeah. so I'm just continuing to increase my skill set. So yeah. what's next on the horizon yes. is continuing to learn yes. and, and to get better at uh, what I'm doing. And you talked about building your support system and um, having those people in place. And one of the episodes that I did is called getting help is the new norm. Mm-hmm. Like y'all stop being so afraid of some stigma because you go see a, a counselor or a therapist, or you need additional support or your baby is not breastfeeding. Well, whatever it is, getting help is the new norm and, and putting that in place and getting that established. And so, you know, if, if you as a mom are feeling like Tanya said it at the beginning when she was talking about her fourth, something's not right. Mm Y'all something's not right. Hmm. Something doesn't seem right. Please go talk to someone immediately that will listen to you and don't stop talking. Yes. Don't stop knocking on those doors until somebody is able to answer your concerns and not just it'll be fine it's all going to work itself out give it time sometimes that is the answer Mm -hmm. that should be an answer for the first day two at the most and you keep feeling this tap of nope something's not right something's not right don't be afraid of getting help and finding out why do I keep feeling like something's not right right you're exactly right Micah and that that's that's part of why our maternal mortality rates are the way they are yeah. is because so often moms are we're just kind of pushed to the side. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. It's you know, yeah. it's not that big of a deal, or or, or whatever, or, right. or we, you know, we're just disregarded. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's hurting people. Yeah, when we continually disregard or we allow ourselves to be disregarded. Yep. You know, and yep. so you keep asking. Keep knocking on the door until That's somebody right. opens it up and do your own research. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't don't wait for the doctor or the whoever else to have all the answers about you. Yep. Yeah. You know your body better than anybody else. Yeah. Help them help you. So good. You know, so go so in. Good. Don't just say, I, I don't feel good. I don't know. No, this is what's going on. And this is what I think it might be. Right. Right. I know we get bashed, you know, people get bashed. Oh, you went on Dr. Google. You went. Yes, I went on Dr. Google because you (laughs) wouldn't answer my questions. Yes. Okay. Then help me to figure out why it's not this. Yeah. If it's not this, what is it? Yeah. What is going on? Yes. Yep. You know, and stay involved. Mm -hmm. Don't just wait for somebody else to have all the answers about you. Yeah. 
you get your answers and you help them help you get your answers. That's right. That's right. So if you're a listener and you do not live in our Waco local area, then some suggestions that Tanya and I are going to make is, why don't you look and see if there are any doulas in your area? Because doulas tend to have really great resources. They tend to know who the childbirth educators are, lactation consultants, how many care providers there are. Find a doula and and see if they can help you with some resources. Um, Find a Lolechi League organization in your mm-hmm. area potentially and and if you cannot find anybody locally you don't feel like your care provider your doctor or whoever is giving you the answers that you need then reach out to us on our website yes. and let us try to help answer some questions for you mm-hmm. um but don't stop asking the questions that you need to know so that you can check those boxes all right, I feel good about this. All right, I feel good about this. Mm-hmm. Any other uh, suggestions or resources or thoughts that you have on that for people that are not being able to find that help in their area? In their area. Um, I don't know. If it, Ask people and be willing to travel sometimes. But yeah. you know, one thing that I did when I was uh, younger, I really needed some other moms who were experiencing the same things that I was experiencing and there was there was no group mm-hmm. in town I started my own group there you go <laughs> there you go I just I started my own you know I mean very good even lactation consulting for a long time I was the only lactation consultant mm-hmm. in private practice yep here in town yep you it's know true and so it's like, and there was no other postpartum doulas either. Yep. So Micah came to Waco. She brought birth doula yep. work to Waco because there was yep. nobody. Uh, that's right. I brought postpartum do, doula yep. work. So if you don't have what you need, yep. Yep. maybe you're the answer so for good. your community. So good. You know, and maybe you could just, you don't have to start anything just giant and big. Just yeah. start small. Right. It's like you have a need. Okay, now. I have this need. Somebody else probably does too. Let's see how we yeah. can work together to get this so need good. met. Yeah. You know, and then your community, whoop, well, now we have doulas. Yeah, here we do. In Waco. Now yes, we, we do. we have private practice lactation yeah. consultants here in Waco, you yeah. know, and, and other things. And so, um, yeah, if you don't have it in your community, maybe so you good. should start it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm happy, and I won't speak for Tanya, but I'm happy for anybody who's listening to this that wants to reach out to pick my brain or get some ideas or jumpstart something. Please do. Please reach out. And and I'm happy to give you some helpful, encouraging information for you to help meet needs in your community Mm -hmm. in this whole childbirth arena. She can be your consultant for a fee. <laughs> she worked hard for the knowledge that she has and so for a small donation <laughs> Michael will help you <laughs> Tanya I love you so much this has been a blast so informative this is going to be definitely one of my favorite episodes that's going to be airing I'm so excited and thank you for your time and joining me today well thank you for the invitation it's been fun good Hey, thanks for joining me on Game Day, Birds Not Balls. You can follow me on my Instagram page at MyDoulaMica. You can also find me on WacoDoula.com, WacoDoula is on Facebook. And if you like what you heard, you can subscribe or you can find us on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Thanks for joining us.